welcome to the Peaceful Mama Life podcast, where we're all about finding balance as a mom. I'm your host, Brittany O'Leary, and I'm excited to share tips and strategies for incorporating self-care, hobbies, and spirituality into your busy mom life. Whether you're a new parent or a seasoned pro, this podcast will leave you feeling refreshed, motivated, and empowered to create a peaceful and harmonious life for yourself and your family. So grab a cup of tea and join me as we embark on this journey together. Hey mamas, so today I'm just going to be talking about human design and how to use it in your parenting. And so if you missed the human design episode, it's just a couple back and I've just talked about what human design is and the different energy types. But today I'm going to talk about the energy types um, in relation to your child. So I do human design readings and I mostly do them for moms, but they've all asked about their child's design. So that is something I'm definitely open to doing if you want to learn about your design and then also your child's so that you're able to just parent differently because... your child, depending on their design, have different needs and ways of just being in this world. And so just a quick recap that the human design, it's a system that combines astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, the chakra system, and it just creates a unique blueprint for each individual. No chart is the same. And so there are four main energy types. There are manifestors, generators, and reflectors and projectors and then there are manifesting generators which are a subtype of generators so i'm gonna go through each type and just give you some tips and then i also i have my oldest daughter is an energy projector and my youngest is a generator and i i'm a manifesting generator so i can give you some tips from when i was a child on things that now makes sense to me as an adult that has learned about human design and would have probably made my childhood a lot easier. So the first type is a manifester. Manifestors, they are natural leaders. They are the only type that are here to initiate. So they have a very strong sense of independence and autonomy. Um, They're, like I said, they're here to initiate and get things started. So, but they're, every energy type has an aura and the manifest aura is closed and repelling. And what this does, it really only allows the people that are going to help them in the thing that they're initiating to come into their world and repel all the people that are not going to be of any assistance to them. Manifestors can have really big energies and they can often be told that they're too loud or you know, just too much. And so it's really important as their parent to not diminish diminish their light. Let them be silly. Let them be the life of the party. Let them, you know, really have that energy. And this is what I love about human design. It, like, I don't know, it allows you to, like, understand a person a little bit better and understand why they act the way they do. And I know we all have our different traumas and things that have and conditioning that have come into that but if you can get down to the core of it then it's truly beautiful and if we all learn to live by our strategy and authority I think everything would just the world would go a little bit smoother so the manifesto strategy strategy is to inform and then initiate so that looks like um say your child comes up with this idea to I don't know start it we'll keep it simple like a lemonade stand and 
they have it all planned out. They know exactly what they're going to do. They've probably wor- been working on this behind the scenes. And then they're gonna, they can come out and say, hey, mom and dad, this is what I'm looking to do. And then maybe they tell friends or their friends' parents or relatives. And somehow all of the people that they need to make this lemonade stand come about are going to come into the world. And that's how their aura works. It Anyone that's not going to be helping helping with this lemonade stand they're not even gonna like listen they're gonna just think it's too much to like they just don't understand it and the ones that are truly going to make help your manifestor bring this about because the manifestor really does they they need the other people like they need the generators to help them build these things um then they're gonna come into their world and they're this they're gonna have this this lemonade stand <laughs> i have my 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 one-year-old is napping. My four-year-old is in here playing with my tripod. So I'm going to talk every energy type has a not-self theme and a signature theme. So their not-self theme is anger and their signature theme is peace. So when they can really have their freedom of autonomy, creative flow, they're really going to feel at peace. But if they get interrupted, um, or if they're not able, if they're like, kind of like stuck doing something that, something that doesn't excite them, um, or isn't fun and spontaneous, then they're going to have some anger. And also if their creative flow gets interrupted, so they're like working on something and they're, they're in their zone. Um, if that gets interrupted, they can get really angry. So as a parent of a manifester, it's important to give them the freedom to make their own decisions and take action. Um, offer them choices. So even if it's just snacks, give them a couple of choices and let them see. Or if they're still little and you're going out for the day and it's kind of flexible and fun, then give them a couple options, whether you want to go to the zoo or the playground and see where it takes you. If you can have that that flexibility. Uh, <laughs> It's so important to respect their boundaries. So if something's like a firm no and it's not going to harm them or anything like that, then try to respect that boundary. And also encourage them to pursue their interests and passions. But you also have to set like clear limits and consequences for those actions. So... um, like even my kids, I like to set like consequences that are relatable to what's wow. happening. So like if my toddler, like my four-year-old didn't want to get dressed for the day, but we're supposed to go to a playground and we're just not moving, then we're going to stay home. And that's a natural consequence. So just learning to set those clear limits for them is very important. The next energy type that I'm going to talk about is a generator. So my youngest daughter is a generator and my husband is also. So they can have lots of energy. They thrive when they have something. Something my cat's going to join us on every one of these. So they thrive when they have something to do that they really enjoy. Generators are here to build and they have an expansive, open, enveloping aura. So when they're just it's magnetizing so they give that energy they generate that positive energy for others i'm not gonna let you play with that 
they oh. so let them kind of follow all the things that they truly love and i know like i plan my kids are still little but i will be homeschooling them and so i'll be able to kind of have this freedom where my youngest daughter or both of them um we can kind of do the things that she is really lit up by and pursue that so if like painting is something that she loves then let's go get all the paints let let's let you explore that and have fun with it and generators can get really hyper focused on things that they love so i'll talk about manifesting generators and how they're different but generators are really here to they once they really love something they just like can really hyper focus on it and they get really good at it um like amazing so but they also have actually their strategy is to wait to respond and not to force things to happen so wait for that sacred response of things that are lighting them up, whether it could be painting, soccer, um, any, anything, um, during you know, childhood, whatever lights them up, let them pursue that if you're able to. They also need lots of physical activity and they may struggle for sitting lots of times. So make sure that they're getting out every day, playing multiple times a day. My generator daughter, she, I, I, once I learned she was a generator, it made it a lot simpler because I knew when she was tired, she was going to go to sleep. She wasn't tired. It just wasn't happening. It wasn't going to be in the cards and she just needed to get up, play a little bit longer, and then she would go to sleep. And that's worked really well for us. Um, and they also have, so try not to, this is for generators and manifesting generators. They have that sacred response of uh-huh or uh-uh. And try to listen to that Be and try not to tell them to use their words because that's like, that is their body reacting to whatever they're being asked and listen to that yes or no. So my daughter does, she's very into yeah right now, but she was the uh-huhs or uh-uhs. And if it wasn't, I tried to, I ask her like for snacks, I'll ask her if you want this or do you want to wear this or this? And she'll pick which one and allowing her to keep that sacred response is very important for me and we also highly recommend it so transitions can be really difficult for generators so try to give them some cues of what's happening so they know what to expect so whether that's if you're at the playground and you're leaving instead of like trying to interrupt their play right then because they could just be having a blast you can say something like in 10 we're going to be leaving in 10 minutes and then you let them know at five minutes four minutes and then like a one minute marker. That way they know that it's gonna happen. They still might not like that it's gonna happen, but it's going to be a lot smoother transition unless other than like scooping them up off the, the slide and running them out and them having a huge tantrum. Um, allow them to focus, follow their interests. I know I said this and obsessively focus on something that lights them up and also try to commend them on their accomplishments, even the small things. Yeah, so my generator, she's still so little, um, but I think it'll be fun to see how I continue to use human design and parenting with her. And as she gets older and has those interests and doing my best to bring those into our house or going like just finding ways to explore them more deeply. And I'm so excited that I get to do this as a homeschooler. The third energy type, Okay, 
So the next type is, I'm going to move on to manifesting generator. So they have the same aura as generators, so it's open and enveloping. And it's going to be really important to provide them with a variety of experiences to explore their many interests. So they are multi-passionate, which means they might want to try soccer one one week and then maybe like a couple of weeks in they might want to switch to baseball or karate or yoga or like there just could be so many different things or maybe they're into trains one week and then they're into painting they they're not really here like a generator to really perfect one thing they're here to try out multiple things and they kind of take skills from each thing and put them together in a beautiful unique way that might not even make sense to you or even to them. It's just all my all my interests and skills, they are kind of lining up now. Um, but they've been all over the place. And I've experienced that where I'm like, ooh, I want to do this. And I sign up for a course. And then sometimes I get into that course and I'm like, why, why am I doing this? I this doesn't even excite me. And or it excites me. So that's usually me not following my sacral authority and jumping into things too quickly. Um, or it excites me for a little bit. I'm really interested. I'm really hyper-focused and learning it and absorbing all the information. Um, and then it just kind of dwindles and then something else catches, catches my attention. And that's normal. So with that, you may not want to commit to one thing for a long time. Like like signing them up for an entire sports season, you might end up getting just like more annoyed because they, they want to quit. And so instead of telling them that they're not supposed to quit and they have to keep going, let them have that freedom of just trying things out. So a suggestion is like, as they get older, you could try like a gym membership. So I know some of them have like, you do karate for a few weeks. Sometimes it's dance lessons or stuff like that. Um, swim lessons, let them try out different things. And even at home, they, you might have to have like a, a more frequent toy rotation. So they like manifesting generators. We like to move quickly. Um, and we're very, we're meant to like find shortcuts and like, so try not to prohibit them from moving quickly and let them show you a new way of doing something. So sometimes and I do want to also mention sometimes many gens can move very fast and then they end up skipping steps. So I ex- my nephew is also a many gen and I did a quick reading for him. And one thing I told him, like, if you are doing homework and you're going really fast, instead of getting all the way to the end and then realizing that you messed up something in the beginning and have to do it all over, try to remind yourself to stop every like every section or so and or every few minutes and go back and check your work to make sure that you don't have to go back and redo it so manifest and generous their not self theme is frustration and also some anger um especially if they get interrupted in a creative flow or if they held back feel held back or confined um so let them move quickly and let them have that creative flow. I know for me, when, if I'm in a creative flow and I get interrupted, I can get really angry. Um, and I know I mentioned that in the other thing. I, it's like, if I'm like really focused on something and I'm, I'm like making a lot of progress and it's wonderful and like someone comes in and interrupts that, I get, I get very annoyed. Um, 
And then the signature theme is satisfaction and peace. So the more that they're able to follow things that light them up and kind of have that freedom and spontaneous spontaneity, then they're going to feel more satisfaction and also some peace. All right. And so I'm going to move on to projectors. So I have a projector child, and but she is an energy projector. So she has a defined motor. So her root center is defined. So she has like this constant access to energy. And while she, so she can like really, she can keep going um, sometimes longer than I, like sometimes she has more energy than I do. And, but then when she crashes, she crashes. So it's all about like showing your projector how to um, take time to rest and recharge instead of just using it all up and then crashing for a couple days, which I know it's hard with kids. I know sometimes like if we have a big, um, like busy weekend, I know to, with her to schedule a couple days after that, that we're just home for her to rest and recharge and get back to normal, especially if we're around a lot of people and she already lives in a house full of generators. So she's absorbing our sacral energy. And so that amps her up even more. And, and so I do my best to honor that she's going to need some downtime, even if it, I don't need it or my other daughter doesn't need it. She, she needs to be home for a few days. So projectors are natural guides who have a gift for seeing the big picture. So your projector is a great teacher, great leader. Um, and they are here to really advise and direct others. Their aura is very penetrating, which can be off-putting to others if they're not invited um, for their opinion. So if your projector is trying to give you an opinion and you haven't asked them for it, it can be very off-putting for you. Their strategy is to wait to, for an invitation. So this is going to be important, like asking your protector child to come help you with something or come some with come do something with you. I try to find opportunities for invitations as much as I can. It's I'm not perfect at it by any means. But I, I do notice the her aura. Like if she tries to help me and I am not in the mood to be helped, I'm probably like I could just be overwhelmed and tired and all the things. And she's coming in and trying to put her like two cents in, then I can just, it almost, it irritates me even more. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, no, you just need to go do something else. I cannot have you here. Um, there have been times if I'm calm enough and I'm not completely overwhelmed where I can just pause. I actually like walk away, go take some deep breaths and then I come back and then I invite her in and it tends to be a lot smoother transition. But if I'm already, if it's the end of the day and I'm just exhausted and my husband's not home, then it is a lot harder. So their not self theme is bitterness, which can come up as like jealousy, comparing to others, not feeling good enough. And projectors really need, and that they're always looking for that external validation, um, or they can be, but they really need to learn that it's that internal validation that's so important for them to realize that they are powerful, that they're good at certain things. Um, and so practicing affirmations with your projector child can be really great. So I have my daughter, I'm not good at doing this consistently, but she'll, I'll stand on the mirror and have her say like, I am kind. I am, oh goodness, um, 
I am kind. I am clever. I, I always do. I am beautiful and kind of clever and strong and brave. And I can do hard things. Sorry. It took me a second there. And she practices those occasionally in the mirror. So that's all about developing her internal validation. And I also, this is something I did before I even knew she was a projector. Um, But when she did something really amazing, instead of saying, I'm so proud of you, I'd be like, oh, you must be so proud of yourself. Like, and so she would feel that from the inside that she like just did something so amazing and she should be really proud um, of what she did. So she is, she was on a swim lessons and we do the ones out there. They teach them how to really swim and it's a lot of hard work. And so I would always at the end of class be like, oh, you must be so proud of yourself. Like you swim so long. And I really don't think I could swim like you do. Uh, cause she is truly amazing at it. Um, I did talk about energy protectors. And so, yeah. So as a parent of a protector, it's so important to recognize their unique insights and listen to their suggestions, help them develop their communication skills so they can effectively express their ideas to others. And then also encourage them to take breaks. So if your child does not have, um, any motors to find in their chart, then they're going to need a lot more rest than, than the other energy types. They might like want to play for a couple hours and then take like a couple hour nap or a couple hour, just like laying down, reading books, watching um, TV. If that's something that you do, the rest is going to be so important for them. Um, and then remember the invitations. So invite them to do things around the house, go places, um, help you cook, whatever works for you. All right, and the last energy type is reflector. So I don't have a, ref- I haven't found a reflector in my family yet. So I've tried running charts, um, and so I, I don't have any firsthand experience here. So this is what I have found on reflectors. Um, they're highly sensitive individuals who absorb and reflect the energy around them. They are really here to provide a mirror for others to see themselves more clearly. Their aura is like resistant, it samples, but it also samples and reflects other auras. And so your reflector child is really taking everything in. Um, and their strategy is going to be waiting a lunar cycle. So one thing that you can do is track your child's like moods and energy levels for like a month or maybe two months. And then compare it to the moon cycle and see if that if you can find a pattern and that might help you know what days that you need to be home, what days that like you can go out um, and kind of have like a know, kind of a map to your, your child's, your child. And, but they also, reflectors really need a calm and nurturing environment that perm- like supports their sensitivity. They need lots of space to process their emotions and you may want to provide them with like tools that's going to help them manage this energy. So whether it's like spending time in nature, doing things that actually bring them joy, not what other thing, not what people, other people say that they should do. And allowing them to have that, that time by themselves so they can just be in their own energy. They're not taking on everyone else's and the even like mindful activities if you can really help your reflector just be 
in the moment that's going to be so helpful for them. I think that's that's it. I hope this is um, helpful for you. I think learning your child's design can just like really just help you see your child in a different view and maybe see some of those things that like you don't understand why they do or why they act that way or maybe why they just don't have as much energy as you or maybe they have more energy and it just helps you just parent a little like it just flows a little bit easier it's never going to be perfect I don't always parent by design sometimes like my daughter my generator daughter gets frustrated because we have to stop doing something and even if I provide a transition to still only one and a half she still freaks out and she has a tantrum and she's started breath holding which is terrifying um and my my project my older daughter had done it a couple times but they faint and it is trying to remain calm and that is really difficult but i do my best to kind of know what's going to frustrate her and i think as she gets older and is learning to communicate it's going to be a lot easier to provide those transitions and letting her know that we're going to be we have to go in at this point and maybe that will help prevent the breath holding because that's just her just feeling frustrated because she's very into what she's doing. And so if you're interested in doing a human design reading with me, I will put the link in, in the description. Or if you want to do a reading with you and your child and we can talk about both and how to match them up together and how your energy types work together. I would love to do that and I hope you have a beautiful day. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Peaceful Mama Life podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. Your support and feedback means everything to me, so if you could take a moment to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to bringing you more episodes in the future. Until next time, take care and stay peaceful, and I'm sending so much love and good vibes your way.